individual therapy can be such a rewarding process. Unfortunately, a lot of people reject it because they're afraid of the unknown. I am Naya B, therapist, author, speaker, educator, and influencer, and I welcome you to do individual therapy with me. Take this journey and listen as unfiltered and unscripted brave souls heal and share their stuck points. My hope is that someone listening can relate to their stories and get a perspective on how real therapy takes place. Who knows? Maybe one day decide to get some therapy of their own. But when you do, though, just come do it with me, Naya B. Welcome back for another session of Doing It With Naya B. I'm your host, therapist, author, speaker, educator, influencer, Naya B. And today on this episode, we are going to process a separation. I have Michelle here with us today. What's going on, Michelle? I'm doing pretty good. Can't complain. Okay. All right. So you are going through uh, a separation right now, right? Yes. Okay. Tell me a little bit about that. Um, well, I, um, this will be it for the year, January 10th, this year, it'd be a year that we've been separated. Um, I did, you know, file for the divorce and just waiting, pending our court date. Um, and then we'll be over. Okay. It'll be done. So, So how long were you guys married? We was married 17 years, um, high school sweethearts. So we were together pretty much. We've known each other all our lives since seven years old. We've known each other high school sweethearts. We got together, what, 95 as far as a couple. So all high school been together. Wow. Um, College. I went to uh, college in he stopped going to school and came to be with me to help me raise our first daughter uh, when I got pregnant and uh, we got married and had our second daughter and we just made it work. We was just me and him. We were the tag team, you know, um, and pretty much he cheated on me for the third time and Third time was a charm. I, I packed myself up and moved out, got my own little spot for me and my babies. And now I'm just trying to get used to this lower, this single life. Okay. <laughs> so you guys were together for, wow, like at least 25 years. Yes. That's a, that's a long time. And I'm sure along that way, you guys have developed not only a family, but a friendship. A closeness right yeah and, yeah and that's yeah we've been well I consider him my best friend like we've been closely connected like forever <laughs> yeah so. so I imagine it, it had to be tough you know um to decide to throw in the towel right yes it was tough um but like I said, I have two daughters that I'm raising as well. And, you know, I started thinking of not just myself, but I have two two girls that I'm raising and they're looking at all of this as well. And it's like, okay, what am I teaching my children? You know, um, you know, like my grandmother, oh, you just stay together and, you know, he'll get it out of his system eventually. No, 
Grandma, I'm not you. Mm-mm. I can't wait. At, look, I did it three times. Three times a doggone charm. If he ain't got out of his system by now, it ain't going to get out of his system. So guess what? Deuces. Uh, hey, tell my babies, look, you ain't got to put up with nothing that you don't want to. And don't be afraid to step out and leave his ass where he at. And it will be okay. And you will survive and you, you can get through it. Um, so I imagine, because you said three times, right? Three times has got to be tough. Um, mm-hmm. What was it about the first time that made you say, okay, I'm going to get through this? Well, the first time we were like really young, that was like college. We were at college and we were just young, like, okay, you, you know, down here in a new place, you know, uh, no, I, I empathize with him. Like I put myself in his shoes. Okay. You young, when you young, you a man, you know, y'all do stupid stuff. You know what I mean? Like, okay, you, you messed up. I, I can give you that. Like you said, you, you know, you over it. You know what I mean? Like you apologize. You know, I felt it was sincere. So I'm like, you know what? Okay, I can I can I can forgive you and I can move forward with this one. You know what I mean? Like and um it was just like, okay. I spoke to the young lady, spoke to him and like, okay, well, this is what it is. Okay. Well, we going to move forward. Let's continue to move forward and see what where it leads us. Um I was a fighter. I'm a, you know, I am a fighter like I always believe in fighting for what you want and at the time I that was what I wanted like no I didn't go this far down the road with you just to just give you up to this little heifer like boy what do you what you you tell me what's up with that it's like I messed up like okay you are what I want so okay this is what you want then hey I'm willing to meet you halfway and let's get through it and that's just how it went down um I forgave him and continue you know I didn't look back and say, you know, harbor it over his head or whatever. Like when I forgave him, I forgave him and I, you know, continue to move forward and didn't hold it against him or whatever. So I tried my best not to uh, bring it up or anything like that and hold that against him. Yeah. It sounds like um, because you guys have been together for so long and we're kind of growing up together, you know, you know, kind of shook that first one off to growing pains. Like, okay, this is, something that happens, you know, we're new environment. We've been together for a long time. We really haven't had the chance to just kind of venture out. Okay, I get it. Cool. But let's not do this again. Right. At some point, it happened again. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that. Ooh, that was that was a deeper one. That that was a oh Jesus. That was a rough one. Um especially after it all unfolded. Like um uh, we were like 30s in our 30s or whatever and it was with a younger girl she was 22 years old um and the part that's really best up about it is it was uh it was with a young lady that my dad's ex-wife daughter's best friend so it's like a really close connection. And it was like, so pretty much it's like my stepsister, um, best friend. So it was like a lot of betrayal within that, a lot of hurt and, you know, just like, wow, you know, 
that one, that one, I that one hurt me. It it hurt me really bad, like tremendously. Like I've never, I I mean, I really felt like I was dying <laughs> going through that one, the heartbreak and just the betrayal of it all. Just that one broke me down. <laughs> it really did. How did you get through it? <sighs> By the grace of God and having a strong support system of you know, strong women and men to, you know, encourage me and to pour into me and to be like, no, get up, you know, comb your hair. (laughs) Like to literally like rebuild me from the dead, you know, type thing. Because yeah, it was, that was a really rough time. You know, it was really hard. Um, but then again, be with that fighting spirit. Like, no, you know, the devil's not going to win. And, you know, no, this is my husband and I'm going to fight for what's mine type of mentality that I had. Like, no, we, it ain't going to go down like that. Um, and once again, I don't know why I do this, but once again, a conversation with the young lady, like, girl. Don't you know nothing good is going to come from you doing stuff like this? Like, you would never find your own husband. You would never be happy doing what you're doing. So, you young. So, I'm going to need you to get it together and just just get it together. Leave, leave him alone and let it be, you know, type of deal. And I got with him. Like, look, and he was remorseful. At least I I thought he was, I don't even know now, looking back at it, like, I don't know if he was remorseful or not, you know. Um, and that's another thing, too, that third time, like, just brought up everything all to remember. It's like, girl, all this stuff you've been through with this man, like, come on, sis, like, you gonna go through it again? Oh, you forgiving him again? And I was really, at the third time, I was really willing to forgive him again like okay we can make this work but there's some changes that need to be made we need to do counseling you know we need to you know put forth more effort um to try to make it work and uh he wasn't really willing to do that so I was like you know what I tried everything that I could do so that thing I need to do for me and myself and to save faith with my children I need to get on up out of here and that's what I did. It sounds like, um, you know, you really value marriage. And more so than marriage, you value your commitment, you know, not just to your spouse or yourself, but to God. It sounds like, a, yeah. you know, by the grace of God, I made it through. So, you know, first time, okay. Second time, wow. You know, third time, uh, okay. You know, like now you're looking at yourself like, what's really happening here? You know, what, what am I really fighting for at this point? You know, at what point did you say to yourself, this is not about fighting anymore. This is not about me fighting for my, my, uh, this fighting spirit. At some point it sounded like it became an enabling spirit. Right. Um, I think it, it really hit home when because like I said, we were so close, closely knit. And it was like the third time, like six months before I found out like what was going on, 
you know, at, at calling women's intuition or whatever. I just, things were just different. The behaviors changed and this just, it wasn't right. And I'm like, what is going on? So since the second time it was like, you know, I always told him like, you could talk to me about anything, the rough stuff, whatever, good, the bad and the ugly, let's talk about it. And I'm like, if you ever feel some type of way, let's sit down, let's talk about it. So six months prior to that, I, I sat him down. I'm like, you know, I'm seeing some differences and patterns and different changes. What's going on? Like, is this still what you want to be? Like, you know, cause to me in my eyes, it was like, he was like stone cold. Like he, he wasn't there at all physically, emotionally. It, he left the building. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what's going on? He was like, Oh no, nothing's going wrong. Just stress with my job. So going to hang out with the guys. I'm like, wow, your hangout time is getting later and later it's during the week, you know? So I'm still giving the benefit of that. I'm like, okay, well, if it's something, you know, something going on, if we need to sit down and come up with an exit plan, this ain't what you want to be no more. Like we can sit down and we can walk this thing out so that it's not an ugly process. It's just, Hey, we split in our ways. You go that your way, I go one. And it's like amicable. It's not ugly and all of this rah-rah stuff. Like it could just be a, a pleasant split, you know what I mean? Because we were friends. So I felt like we should be, able to, you know, if this ain't what you want, I got to accept that. I don't know. That's not it. It's just my job and work and my friends is going through stuff and I'm trying to support them. Um, so I didn't think nothing of it. But then when everything hit the fan, I was like, didn't I, didn't I have this conversation with you? And he was like, he was scared. He didn't know, you know, how to tell me, you know, what he's been up to. He was scared because he was so deep in with this other young lady that, you know, and then he, you know, tried to play like, oh, it ain't all of that or whatever. It was way more than that. You know what I mean? But lying to me to save face and like I said, what comes, what you do in the dark comes out to the light eventually. And all his stuff came out to the light at one time. So the hurt and the betrayal, because I gave you an out. I told you, like, I knew something was not right. And I gave you out where we could have sat down and six months ago, I could have been done. You know what I mean? Like, and been in, started my healing process. You know what I mean? Like you selfish as hell. Like, you don't care about me. You don't care about your kids. You don't care about nothing. All you care about is yourself. And so in that moment, when I, you know, sat down and started reflecting and going through everything. And I was just like, I'd be a damn fool. If I sit here any longer with this dude, like he's clearly showed me who he is. And I'd be a fool to sit here and say, Oh, well, we could, we can go, we can work this out. No, there, when do I stand up for myself? You know what I mean? Like, when do I stand up? But it, I think I was just so lost in that I lost myself, really. I was just lost um, to where all I knew was being a wife, being a mother, and being a wife was a major component. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. going through all that, you know, it's like, man, you know, you do everything that you can for a person and give all of yourself to my husband, to my kids, to where I have nothing left for myself. Now, I did all that for what? I'm sitting over here looking stupid as hell. Like, I played myself. You know, at least that's what I was feeling at the same time. Like, 
you did all of this for this man, kept taking him back and kept trying to make it work with him and doing right by him, you know, and for what? You can do bad by your damn self, girl. You got two kids looking up at you. You want your kids to be some damn fools too? And when it came to my girls, that was the ultimate deal breaker. Like, oh, mm-hmm. hell no. No, I want them to be able to be like, oh, my mama didn't take that shit. Guess what? I ain't taking it either. You know what I mean? So that was it. Looking my girls in the face and, and explaining them like, look, it's going to be rough. <laughs> this is It's going to be a rough ride, but I promise you, it's it's not gonna be rough long. Like yeah. we're gonna get through it together. You know what I mean? And knowing that we just need to lean on each other as women. You are young women. You're gonna become a grown woman someday. So I'm not hiding or sugarcoating nothing that I'm going through because if I can go through it and if I can do this, you can do it too if you're faced with it in your life growing up. You know what I mean? And to show you the proper way to handle situations like this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, marriage, man, it's just, it's one of those things that it's definitely something that's important and it's definitely something you should take seriously. And it sounds like you did that. You fought for that. You fought for the marriage, you fought for your place as a wife. Um, even so much so that it sounds like at some point in the time you had to have conversations with the other girls as if, you know, it was on them. You know, as if as if yeah. it was on him to stop his behavior, and it, it it wasn't. It was never on them. And I think at some point it sounds like you came to that conclusion. But it's you know, was there ever a time that his behavior started to wear on your self esteem? Oh yeah, this uh, the last two times. Like the first one didn't really, I guess, because I was just a little young and just was like whatever, you know, mm-hmm. the passing. But the the second two, yes, really hit my self-esteem really hard because it's just like with the second one it was just like she's a baby you know what I mean and not only that like what in the you know just like who it was like of all the people in this doggone world all those in the world you gonna pick this one too close for home and too close for comfort like the audacity type of deal Mm -hmm. and then it just made me look at myself like damn like what is it shit what 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 am I missing what is it about me you know what I mean what am I doing wrong what you know I I did the blame game blame and then it's, I think that's where I was saying like I died like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. bottom zero self-esteem you know it was just gone shattered mm-hmm. you know and with the second one as well you know it was just like why like and then, you know, why are you okay with just doing this to me? Like, and you know, you know, how I suffered through the last one. You, you promised, you know, you wouldn't do that to me again. And you saw what I went through and how you said it broke your heart to see how I was broken. I believed you when you said that, but how can you see me go through that and then want to put me through that again? And especially when, like I said, I sat you down and I gave you a chance to walk away you know what I mean so yeah that yeah people say that you know when a woman sticks with a a man you know for constant cheating they say this it's a sign of weakness and you know I say it's actually a sign of strength because to stick around with someone who doesn't um 
put the marriage first or doesn't value the relationship, number one, it's abuse. You know, it's emotional abuse to keep a lot, you know, to keep putting someone through something like that, you know, and it takes a lot of strength, though, you know, to stick with that type of abuse. And I just want to commend you on the strength that you had to keep enduring because it's not about weakness. It sounds like you were you, you were strong to keep getting broken down and then building back up and keep on going. Like that says a lot about your character and your strength. But at the same time, it also takes a lot of strength to choose you, which means you had to go get stronger again, even after all those times and those moments where you had to come to your senses and say, you know what? Michelle, this ain't right. Like this is not, something's not right here. It, this, it, I can't keep making excuses. I can't keep doing this. Yes, I love my marriage. So I'm an endure. That's the strength. But it's like, you know what? I got to love me more. So now I got to get more strength to get up out of this situation and choose me and choose my girls. Because obviously it seems like I'm the only one thinking about us. So now I got to think about me. And then to to readjust and to, you know, I tell people all the time because, you know, I've, I've been married a couple of times and I tell people um, it, it is like death when you are having to let go of a marriage because that's a life you had with somebody. That's a life right. with, this, with its own cultures, values, expectations and everything. And when you're trying to build, build a bridge and someone just keeps pulling up the slacks, you're like, wait. How are we supposed to make it? How are we supposed to get across this? And every time I'm laying down some wood, you pulling it up. Like that doesn't even make sense. Exactly, yeah. It takes a lot of courage to choose you. And it sounds like you did that. You did that. And so here you are, you are transitioning and you are learning this new life. Because see, when you separate from somebody and you actually go and file for divorce, there's, there's layers to this. There's steps to this. First, it's the realization that this is not going to work. Okay, that's the first part. That's the whole grieving process. You got to go through that. Then after you sit through that, you go through the process of, all right, what do I do? What's the next step? Do I break up the family? Because if you're the one that files, sometimes you have this subconscious thought like, I'm breaking up this family. I'm, you know, And then you got to go through that process of not blaming yourself and saying, you're the reason this is happening. And then you got to get the strength again to say, all right, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and file because obviously this, isn't, this is really not going to happen. So now you go ahead and you file and you have to regroup again. It's just one layer of, uh strength that you have to pull each and every time to rebuild yourself and to you think about all the things that you missed out on in hindsight is 2020 right because now that you're at a place where you have a little bit more clarity you're probably sitting back thinking about all the times like well damn i i let that go i let that go i let that go you know and then you start to go through this process of the blame game again and it's like a reconstructing of your entire image and existence. So now yes. your, your heart has broken, it's rebuilt, it's broken again, it's rebuilt, it's broken again, it's rebuilt. So now you're like, all right, I'm, let me rebuild and restructure my heart for me. For me. Because one thing's for sure is that if you get out of the situation, you can heal and not run the risk of it being broken again. But if you stay in the situation, 
chances are it's going to continue to be broken. And it sounds like that was the hard decision that you had to make. So now you're in the process of reconstructing, rebuilding, living for you. What, what has that been like? So you filed for divorce, you're separated. Are you still, you guys aren't living in the same space or anything like that, right? Mm -mm, He lived with her. Okay. All right. So now you're in your space. Yes. What has that been like for you considering this is something that you, this is, he's all, you know, right? 25 years, you know, that's all, you know, how was that like getting out here and having to figure out how to do this dating thing again in 2020, you know, and it was 2021 now, but you know, based on your timeline it was 2020. So what, what has that been like for you and your self-esteem? Man. It has been something else. I tell you, these dating apps, whew, it's, it's, <laughs> it's been a, a interesting ride, I must say. It's been an interesting ride. But um, I, I can honestly say as far as self-esteem booster, like when I put myself out there on the dating sites and the feedback and the, the guys, you know, liking or hey, you know, I got to see you, you know, like, I want to see you immediately. Like, can we get coffee? You know, like, wait a minute, just <laughs> like, <laughs> it's all too soon. It's too, you know, I, like I said, I'm used to one man and, okay, I got 10 guys. Okay, what's his name? Larry, Bob, Jim, Jim. Okay, he wants to go work. Now he got two kids, like, <laughs> keeping track of all of this stuff. It was, it's driving me nuts. Oh. Um, but it's fun because you get to know different personalities, you know, and you get to figure out, you know, what is you like, what he's looking for, you know, or, you know, even just being okay with just like, just dating guys just to be dating, just to get out the house or just to do something new, you know? So, um, it's been an interesting ride. Um, but I must say, I guess, because I'm just so used to being, you know, uh, secluded or one woman type relationship type deal. Um, I did shave down a lot of <laughs> a lot of the list, like doing process of elimination. Like, okay, I got too much. I can't handle it. It's cross referencing. It's just too much. So it's like, okay, I need to narrow this list down a little bit. Um, and okay, you know, even with the crazy people, like I've already got asked to be a part of a poly situation oh, wow. like <laughs> yeah so definitely some unique experiences you know but I I counted all joy the good the bad and the ugly and I'm I'm really digging this place that I'm in right now um, good, good one of the things you mentioned before was um you know when you were married you the role you know you were the wife you were the mom and so now that you are you know transitioning and coming out of that what have you learned about you the woman me the woman um I've learned that I can live life on my own terms like freedom here we come you okay. know <laughs> oh so, you know no judgment you know like okay it's a Saturday morning I don't have to get up and cook breakfast do I want to I ain't got to cook if I don't feel like washing the dishes guess what I ain't got to wash them and then if need be up. Uh, I got a whole teenager. Hey, get up, wash these dishes, you know? So <laughs> <laughs> just the freedom and the liberty to move and come and go as I please, you know, 
you know, find out what it is I like to do. What am I interested in? What's some things that I can do? You know, cause I, you know, I also don't like the loneliness. So I take that time, like loneliness time. Okay. Let me figure out something I can do. What do you like? What do you don't like? You know? Oh, okay. Well, let me try this out. You know, let me, oh, I can take this class, you know, just little different things that I can find out about myself and different hidden talents or gifts. Um, just using my time just to to find out who in the heck I am because I don't know. Mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. know who I am just yet. I'm, I'm evolving. I do love and enjoy the woman that I'm becoming. Um, and it also makes me feel good when not only I notice a change, but when people that are close to me notice a change. You know, like... I mean, even my soon-to-be ex noticed a change to the point where he called my best friend, like, she not the same. Like, what happened to her? She not, uh, yeah, you damn right I'm not the same. <laughs> you know, so to see other people that be like, man, sis, you you, you glowing. Like, you, all right, I see you over there. Like, you looking good. You lost some weight. You know, got the little glow about you and confidence level is up. Like, Yes, that's uh-huh. that's what I'm talking about, sis. Like that empowerment, you know. Um, it's a beautiful thing. And it was just like you just realize, like, man, I've been a a fog for so long. Yeah. You know, like, wow. It's been, you know, and at first I was just like, God, why do I have to go through this? Like, why? You know, I, you know, love this, you know, the marriage life. I love my husband, I love my family and you know, I always question God and I know better. I know you're not supposed to question God. You know what I mean? But hey, it, that's just where I was at at that point in time. You know what I mean? So, you know, like you said, hindsight is twenty twenty, and looking back and I'm like, thank you, God. Like I, if that, you know, I would have never transitioned or pushed myself to be in this place. Like I would have never thought that at this point I would be where I am. And feeling the way that I am, like mm-hmm. I feel good. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm happy, you know. And I have my little moments where I want some company. I feel down. Hey, I got some girlfriends I call. Hey, let's go out for a drink or something, or let's go hang. Let's go to the mall or Walmart something. Mm-hmm. Or if all this fell, if I want some male company, okay, let me get on this app see what's popping. You know, <laughs> hey, I want to get some coffee. You want you you know and they there is is to see a man single that's out there and ready to mingle and guess what I'm here for it love it I love every <laughs> bit of it if yeah. you had to stand in front of the woman that you were 20 years ago so the woman that you are now had to have a conversation with the woman you were 20 years ago what would you say to her run <laughs> you would tell her to run <laughs> Without the run, run, what about run. what about the the experience though that contributed to the woman that you are now though? Because if she would have ran, would this woman today be different, or how would she be? Um, I think if she would have ran, she would be different only because I think that the strength and the position that I have, you know, I just think it'll be different as far as my confidence level and, you know, I mean, my goals, my ambition, my drive, 
you know what I mean, would be at a different place as far as, you know, I think I would still, I would still be grounded in things of that nature, but I think that I would not be tolerant of the things that I tolerated and went through with the marriage and stuff like that. I, I think I probably would be single, living my best life, and somebody's college, probably be an HBCU this round. <laughs> Going to a nice HBCU. The part and, that sticks out to me for you know that I hear when I'm talking to you is that you know you value you value the joy or just the 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 glory that you can bring to other people you know by the role that you play like you said hey I got got with him and I was a good mom I was a good wife and you know you 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 love God you know you love your relationship with God and just your commitment to things right how do you know that your commitment level back then would be different? Mm, that's a good question. Mm. Because that's still who you are, unless you're saying that the woman you are now doesn't value those things as much anymore. Because I'm hearing you still have that value. It just yeah. sounds like you're putting yourself first now. You just didn't do it back then. So I don't know. I, I guess I would challenge you on that whole telling her to run thing because even if you ran, you'd ran to you'd run to somebody else and do the same thing. Same thing. Yeah. Dog on it. <laughs> <laughs> Only Dog because of the it. commitment level. So it's almost like you had to go through what you went through to become the woman that you are. That journey. Yeah. That journey. Everything happens. I just, I definitely feel like everything happens by, by design. Like, yes, yeah, some stuff happens by default, but I think that when we become who we become, it's all a part of the plan. It's all a part of the design. Like where you are now is exactly where you need to be, which is looking out for you, but at the same time, honoring your commitment to God, you're honoring your commitment to your daughters, which means that part hasn't changed. You just decided that, hey, in order to love other people, I truly got to love myself. And that means not sacrificing who I am anymore for the sake of other people, especially if, hey, if I love you and you love you, who the hell loving me? (laughs) You know, it's like, it sounds like that's what this journey has done for you. Yeah, that's well put. Yeah, that's interesting. So, yeah, I wouldn't tell other woman. You're right. I retract that statement. I would tell her to hold on tight though. <laughs> it's going to be one hell of a ride, right? right. <laughs> you know, so it's, for the for the people that are out here listening who who sometimes lose themselves to their spouses or lose themselves to their jobs or lose themselves to um just whatever whatever role or commitment that they have. What what advice would you give them? What would you tell them? Uh, one step at a time um as far as taking time out for yourself to figure out who it is that you're trying to become um and that's okay it's okay to have me time and self time and during that time use that time to figure out you know 30 minutes or an hour you know 
take some time for yourself to say, hey, do a self-check. Where am I at? You know, what am I trying to do? Am I okay with what's going on? What's some changes that need to be made? And within that time, strategize and put a plan in place. Hey, 30 minutes every morning, I'm going to take time to get this plan together and I'm going to execute this plan on, look, whether it's lose weight to feel great or, hey, I need to do some self-help, some, you know, some uh, professional development, some self-development or whatever it is, dedicate that time to doing it and hold yourself accountable for it. Mm-hmm. Don't let nothing distract you or deter you from that time that you're taking out. And uh, if you need to take more time, that's okay. Add it to it. Everything else, it's going to get done eventually, one step at a time. But if you don't take care of you, that's the main thing. Yeah. Self-care. Got to take care of yourself first because, hey, you was holding it down. So if you all tow up, the ship is sinking. Uh-huh. And depending on how how jacked up it is it might be faster than you think so it's okay to take that time out even if it's as little as 30 minutes a day to figure it out take that time and do it well i second that i second that and i applaud you for your strength your tenacity for choosing you i mean it's hard to walk away from a marriage it's even harder to choose yourself so i applaud you for that you know i i challenge you going forward to forgive yourself for forgiving him. And, and, and that's, that's really all you can do when it comes to um, looking back and saying, why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do that? You know, we got to forgive ourselves for forgiving people that hurt us. Because right. we carry a lot of guilt and shame sometimes when we think we let people get away with certain things. The difference between then and now is that you're not doing it anymore. So yeah. I'm proud of you. So thank you so much thank for... You taking the time and coming on today and you know what I can't wait to talk more uh, with you later on but I appreciate you so thank you so much thank you it was a very good experience man (laughs) doing it